to tell her, Liam, or should we? I suppose I will. No use keeping this secret any longer. I'm actually here for work. There's a trial that was supposed to happen today, but I brought you along so that you could still enjoy the nearby beach. Liam, I knew about the case. You did? Yes. You brought your briefcase with you to the beach and have been studying a file for the past week. I had my suspicions. Mr. Scott, do you know of a flash drive containing security footage? It recorded the burglary and murder that took place about six months ago. I had heard of such evidence, but haven't seen the footage myself. If it's missing, that wouldn't exactly be the worst thing for my case. I'm trying to fight for the defendant. We never said it was missing. It was merely a guess. Is it missing, or were you simply asking about it? One of the copies is missing. Do you know where it is? No. If you find it, let me know. Sure. We'll leave you and Angela be. That was strange. Angela knew that there was a trial happening, and Liam mentioned the flash drive being missing before we said anything about it. It could have just been a really good guess. That's true. However, Liam would benefit the most from the flash drive disappearing. It would certainly help his case for Mr. Andrew Kingsley. Let's ask Mrs. Ackley if she still has her copy of the security footage. Good idea. Mrs. Ackley, we know you have security footage in your possession on the night of the robbery. Do you still happen to have it? No, as a matter of fact. I was looking for it this morning after last night's incident, but found it was gone. Are those cameras still working? Maybe they caught what happened last night. Unfortunately, no. I had to get rid of the cameras after I couldn't pay the security bills. Do you keep your office unlocked? Yes. At my old age, you tend to forget where things are, like the keys to the office. I decided to keep it unlocked since there wasn't anything valuable in there. Well, except for the flash drive, that is. Does anyone else have access to the guest rooms? Leah Kingsley's room may have been broken into. Well, terrible news. It seems that there isn't any lock left within this inn. Only the guests have their own keys. I do keep a copy of each room key on a ring in my office in case something happens. Is it okay if we take a look around your office? I wonder if all your key copies are accounted for. Certainly. Anything to help the case. Here are my keys. There's one missing. Which one? Room two. Leah Kingsley's room. Oh dear. This news is quite disturbing. If anything valuable was stolen from Mrs. Kingsley, I'm afraid I wouldn't be able to compensate. I don't have the insurance or the funds, as you know. What color bag did Angela Scott say she had again? A black tote bag, I think. Why? Because I think I just found it. It's next to Mrs. Ackley's desk. What? There must be a mistake. I never put Mrs. Scott's purse there. Let me look and see if there is any identification inside. There's the wallet. The driver's license belongs to Angela Scott. All the cash seems to be gone, but the cards are still in place. I'm not a burglar. I know I'm not in the best financial standing, but I would never stoop so low as to steal petty cash from one of my guests. Mm -hmm, but this evidence seems to go against that, unless someone thought to plant the evidence there. But who would take Angela's purse and then plant it here? We'll have to see if Mrs. Scott has any enemies here. It seems that everyone here has been lying to us in some way. Now that is something we can say is totally true. Let's give Angela her purse back. We found your purse, Angela. Where was it? In Mrs. Ackley's office. I knew that old woman was hiding something. When I get my hands on her... We think it may have been planted there. What makes you think that? It's obvious that that woman is struggling financially and you need some cash to pay off loans. How do you know she's struggling financially and has loans to pay? 
It's quite obvious with the state of this place. The cushions are ripped and the walls are stained. This land would be better off with a brand new building to reside on it. I honestly expected that hippie to take it, with her hair salon business about to be put on lease. Leah Kingsley? Is her business failing? That is not for me to say. I was the one who sold her the business, so I've kept my eyes on its progress. If you want more information on it, I suggest you ask Leah herself. Is there anything besides cash taken from your purse? I'll check. Everything is accounted for, except for the cash. Are you sure? You seem a little frantic. I know what I said. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to let my husband know that we were robbed. She was definitely looking for something in that bag. What else could be missing that she would not want to tell us about? A flash drive, maybe? I wondered that too, but I thought it would be more probable for Leah Kingsley to have it. It is her father on trial, after all, and she did tear her room apart looking for something. I think that Liam Scott would benefit more from the flash drive's disappearance. His case for Mr. Kingsley could be ruined by the security footage of him killing Mr. Ackley. So you think Liam took it? It's a possibility. I don't think Mrs. Ackley took it. Why would she steal a flash drive when she already has a copy? Especially when that footage could put her husband's killer in jail. True. Angela doesn't have a real motive for taking it either, unless Liam asked her to hold on to it. You saw how terrified he looked when Angela said she lost her purse. And that's another thing. Why take the purse and leave it in Mrs. Ackley's office? That would just leave evidence back to you if you own the purse. So we're in agreement that Angela didn't move her purse. Did you catch what she had said about Leah earlier? Yeah. We need to ask Leah about her business and where she was when the purse was taken. Who is it? Mia and Drew. Yes? Are you two here to accuse me of murder again? To be clear, we were not accusing you of anything last time we talked, and we're not doing that now. We're just trying to get some questions answered. We're just seeing how the pieces of this puzzle fit. Like your business, for example. You opened a year ago, right? Yes. We were told that it's suffering financially. Yes, that's right. I didn't think it was important to the case, so I didn't say anything about it. Angela's purse was found with cash missing. She seemed to think that you were responsible for this. Me? What does she think some cash is going to save my business? It's a start. Where were you when the purse was missing? I was in the lobby with everyone else. I was reading my novel again by the fireplace. And what about the flash drive? It's in my suitcase. Uh, wait. So you do have the flash drive. Let's see it. I know how this looks, but I didn't kill Mr. Knight. I only wanted the flash drive. To try to clear your father's name. Right. Here's the flash drive. Where's the second one? Second one? There were two copies of this flash drive. I didn't know there were two. So who took the second one? I'm sorry, but what are we all doing here? You'll find out soon enough. This case was strange from the beginning. The murder weapon was a candlestick in the hallway, which shows that it was a hasty and unplanned murder. The killer had to walk down the hall to get to Mr. Knight's room, since his room and mine are the closest to the stairs, on the other side of the hall. Mr. Knight must have known the killer to have opened the door for them and walk out into the hall. But none of us knew Mr. Knight. At first, it seemed that way. However, as we investigated more, we found out that everyone in this room knew him in some way. Liam Scott is a lawyer with REM sleep behavior disorder, which his wife said has never caused him to do anything violent in his sleep. However, he was once escorted out of Mr. Knight's courtroom after a heated argument, and had his reputation ruined because of it.
Angela Scott, even though she never knew Mr. Knight personally, is a real estate agent who could profit from selling this land. Leah Kingsley knows Mr. Knight because he was the judge in her father's trial, which was supposed to happen this morning. Meanwhile, Mr. Knight was the one who oversaw Mrs. Ackley's loan situation and possible repossession of the land. Everyone had a motive. But I'm not a murderer. Who did it? We know you're not a murderer, Mrs. Scott, but your wife is. You're suggesting that my wife, Angela, killed Mr. Knight? We know so. Mrs. Scott is a real estate agent, meaning that if a house or a piece of land is ever up for debate due to divorce, probate, or bankruptcy, she would have to meet with a judge to decide the ownership of it. She must have worked with Mr. Knight in the past and had her eyes set on this property. Vanna Industries haven't just been contacting Mrs. Ackley. If Mrs. Scott could get Mrs. Ackley to sell the property, then she could sell it to Vanna Industries. However, there had been an increase in the number of guests recently, well with the summer starting, meaning that she had a chance to cover her loans by the end of the month. Mrs. Scott then decided to do something that would prevent people from wanting to stay at the Briar Rose Inn. She committed a murder. If no one stayed at the inn, then Mrs. Scott could sell the property to Vanna. First, she made sure that Mr. Scott had fallen into a deep sleep so as not to wake him up with her plan. She decided on Mr. Knight as her victim for humiliating her husband and ruining his career forever. She went to Mr. Knight's room with a candlestick she had found in the hall. Mr. Knight recognized Mrs. Scott from the courthouse and opened the door to let her in. What she didn't expect was Mr. Scott sleepwalking. Because he wasn't able to get to his pills that day, he was more prone to his REM sleep behavior disorder. He walked to the hall, mumbling his hatred for Mr. Knight. Leah Kingsley heard this, but didn't think much of it at the time. This surprised both her and Mr. Knight. In the confusion, she struck Mr. Knight upside the head and pushed him down the stairs while he was unconscious to make it look like an accident. He wouldn't have had time to heal out. We assume that Mr. Scott, unaware of what happened in front of him, we assume that Mr. Scott, unaware of what happened in front of him, returned to his bed before Mrs. Ackley discovered the body. Then, the next morning, she pretended to be sick so that no one would come looking for her. She knew that everyone would be out of their rooms to eat downstairs, so to get rid of evidence, she threw the candlestick out of Leah's window. Leah's room is directly across from Mr. and Mrs. Scott's, making it easy to dispose of the weapon quickly and get rid of our suspicions. There were two mistakes that were made, though. A piece of the candlestick was broken from the murder, which should be found somewhere along Mrs. Scott's things, and as Mr. Knight fought for his life, he scratched Mrs. Scott's arm, collecting her skin cells under his fingernails. The DNA collected by the forensic team at the police station should match with Mrs. Scott's. If we were to lift Angela's sleeve right now, we would see scratches. It's true. Look. There was also the musical chairs-like incident with the flash drives. Musical chairs? There were two copies of the security footage taken on the night of Mr. Ackley's death. This evidence could prove that Andrew Kingsley, Leah's father, was the murderer of Mr. Ackley. Mr. Knight's and Mrs. Ackley's copies were stolen by Angela Scott. Angela knew that Liam needed a win in order to be respected as a lawyer again. This would not be the case if the flash drives were ever seen in the courtroom, so she tried to get rid of them. The first copy, which was Mr. Knight's, was harder for her to get than expected. Leah had grabbed it from Mr. Knight's room and placed it among her own belongings. She wanted to help her father's case, but didn't know there were two copies of this flash drive. As Angela was in Mrs. Ackley's office for the second copy of the flash drive, she also grabbed the spare key to Leah's room. She broke into Leah's room and stole her flash drive as well. This is why we saw Leah frantically searching her room the other day. 
She must have suspected one of the Scots to have taken it. When Angela briefly stepped away from her purse, Leah grabbed the flash drive and some cash to set aside for her struggling business. She also placed the purse in Mrs. Ackley's room to throw everyone off. Angela noticed that it was missing when she got her purse back, but obviously couldn't say anything about it. Angela noticed that it was missing when she got her purse back, but obviously couldn't say anything about it. I'm sure we would find a flash drive among our things. I think that's proof enough. Case closed. Now we can finally take that vacation at the beach. I think I need it more now than I did before we came here. Angela Scott was placed under arrest for murder and burglary. She escaped prison a couple of days later before her trial date and hasn't been seen since. Liam Scott was able to harness his anger and despair into a successful career in criminal law. He's still working on recovering his reputation legally. Leah was forced to close down her hair salon business and was convicted of three years in prison for tampering with evidence. She is in the prison next to her father's and sees him once a week. Mrs. Ackley's Inn surprisingly got more business after the murder of Mr. Knight. She converted her inn into a murder mystery experience where tourists can try to solve a murder and stay on site. She was able to pay off her loans and got insurance once again. As for Drew and I, we went back on the road, ready for whatever case may cross our paths again.